0: Hi guys, my name is Lyndon Porco. I'm the newest leprechaun in Leprechaun Returns. Uh, you guys should check out Three Guys at home. Are you going to meet a boy? No sex or booze. Okay. Woo! Maggie came to party. Let's get filthy. What you sipping on, I got you
1: talking crazy. Excuse hey. me, can you buy some booze for my friends and I? I'm not
0: interested. Please? Hell. Woo! There's my girl. This never happened, okay? Thanks again for doing this, ma'am. You guys want to party like rock stars? Follow me. Let's get drunk! The bar is open. What do you think? We don't know this chick. It ain't much, but it's all you. Cool basement. You're free to do whatever you want down here, but nobody go upstairs. This is so sad Welcome to Ma's. What? Love Ma? <gasps> it's
1: five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> How did she get our numbers? You know where the party is.
0: Mm. Those earrings are beautiful, Maggie. You got a sweet mama, huh? Who are you with? Just some kids from school. <laughs> you have a boyfriend. <laughs> Men of dogs.
1: There's something off about Ma.
0: Seriously? She's homeless. <laughs> And her basement's pretty much the best drinking spot in town. We can't go up there. Shh. <gasps> um, what the hell? Thanks for these earrings.
1: What happened last night?
0: You don't gonna do you?
1: Are you guys mad at me for something? I don't want to hang out at Ma's anymore. Don't make me drink
0: alone. Don't make me drink alone. Max, I want you to meet someone. Nice to meet you, Maggie. We went to high school together. Why is my son... He smelled just like your daddy. Spending time at your house. Hey, guys. That bitch is crazy.
1: Probably something wrong with me.
0: How does it feel to be on the outside? Looking in. Let's get this party turned up! What? Ah. What are you doing?
1: This is the most fun I've had in a long time. Hello everyone, welcome back to Three Guys at Horror. Um, Just to start off the show with a little different vibe here, Um, due to some circumstances that are out out of our control, Eric will no longer be on the show, Um, it's going to be me and Joe hosting, and we're going to try out a couple of other hosts, um, just to see who can replace him. We wish nothing but the best for Eric. We love him. He uh, played a big part in the last, you know, couple years of Three Guys at Horror, uh, original member. Um, so we wish him nothing but the best. We love the guy, and uh, we're just going to leave it at that. Um, but in better news, Joe was at our first uh, con that we were invited to from Scarecon, so I'll let him take over.
0: Uh, yeah, definitely. And uh, also, I just wanted to mention uh, about Eric. Uh, yeah, I mean, we love him. There's nothing but, um, you know, uh, love and admiration. You know for him and yeah we wish him nothing but the best and uh yeah so let's get into Scarecon. um that was our, it was our first horror convention ever and it was an amazing time uh we i cannot thank jeremy home enough of course from the ranger uh he appeared at our table saturday and half a day sunday and it was amazing he was such a gracious guest and amazing i mean we you know he took he We went out to dinner after, we shot the shit, Uh, you know, we had a good flow at the table, you know, because they didn't advertise him being there, so a lot of people were shocked to see him there, and were going up meeting him, and he couldn't have been a nicer guy and guest at our table, and he said he'd love to work with us again and everything, so uh, shout out to Jeremy from The Ranger again, and he also signed um, a bunch of posters for us to give away. you guys so check uh so make sure you're following us on all our social medias um we will be doing a few giveaways to be giving away ranger signed posters from jeremy um so that that was amazing um hooked up with a lot of awesome fellow podcasters at this con as well shout out to trick or treat radio those guys were amazing i had never heard of them before but they've been in the podcast business for uh about 10 years i believe it was so um I'll definitely be listening to them now, the guys over at Trick or Treat Radio. Uh, Super nice guys. They were amazing. Um, Also wanted to shout out um, the Dorkening Podcast Network. Um, I hooked up with them, made good friends with them, and um, now we are a part of the Dorkening Podcast Network. What this means for the show is nothing negative. It's all positive. Um, Absolutely nothing is going to change with the show. It is going to be the same show you guys have been hearing, you know, from the beginning. Um, what this does for us is that we will have a sponsor now, so you will hear um, an advertisement. Um, Deadly Grounds Coffee is now our official sponsor, um, and with you know potential sponsors uh, coming in and out as well, but um, it's just going to be nothing but good for us. It will give us more room to do more cons. And to get more guests and stuff like that, so it's um you know all positive for us, and it, it was a no brainer. And uh, you know we're excited to join um the Dorkening Podcast Network. Um, go and check out their other shows. Our friends, that Strange Show, also um are under that banner. Wicked Horror Show. I, I'm not going to remember all of them. Uh, Black and White Fright, and uh, uh, the Dorks Podcast. There, there's a whole bunch on there, so you guys can check it out there. Um, so really excited to hook up with them. Also, a shout out to another podcast, Bloody Good Horror. Um, they're actually one of the reasons that I, you know, before Todd even, you know, it was Todd's idea to even start this podcast and before he even mentioned it to me, I had wanted to get into podcasting because of those guys. I had listened to them for several years and I was able to meet Eric from Bloody Good Horror. Um, amazing guy. Really cool. I mean, the whole podcasting community that was there um, was super awesome. Uh, we cannot thank... Jv and crest the showrunners, enough for being so kind and gracious to our podcast at this convention. Uh, it was an amazing time. I also got to sit in on the Terry Kaiser panel. Of course, you guys, fan, horror fans might know from Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven, I believe it was, and uh, also Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's. But uh, the Strange Show guys let me in on the panel with them, and it was a really cool, amazing experience uh and yeah i mean it was, it was just a great con an awesome weekend uh we actually had a few people drop by the table i cannot remember their names but uh they told us they told me that they were listeners and fans of the show so shout out to you guys that came to Scarecon and uh came by the table just met amazing people all weekend i cannot wait to do more of these cons and uh yeah it was just a, a fantastic experience and then of course Thanks to you guys, the listeners, the Podcaster Awards. Um, You know, uh, we were nominated for Best Interview. We sat down, you know, I sat down there, you know, went through the the awards and Best Interview came up. And we unfortunately lost Best Interview. um, And I was like, well, that's it. Okay, that's, you know, we didn't win the award, but at least we got nominated and that was really cool and whatnot. And shout out to the people that did win. Best interview. Um, I believe they were called Throwdown Thursday. They did um, a, a fantastic job, obviously, and uh, congrats to them for winning um, the best interview category. But anyway, I was sitting there, you know, a little bummed out that we lost, obviously, but still happy that we got nominated. And then they came up with um, they came out with the honorable mention award um, and. Which, um, you know, I was shocked. I was like, oh, shit, all right. Well, and then I saw we were nominated and I was like, oh, shit, we actually may have a chance here. And then they announced that we had won the Honorable Mention Award, um, which was awesome because over 150 podcasts were um, submitted um, to be nominated for this podcast award. So just to be nominated alone was amazing. And then for us to be uh, recognized you know, as the, for, uh, for the Honorable Mention Award um, was amazing, so, you know, I actually got a little emotional because, you know, horror's been, you know, my life and my blood, and for me and Todd and uh, and, and Eric, of course, to be recognized, um, you know, for our hard work on this podcast, because it is hard work, um, you know, we have to get together every week, we have to book, try to book guests for you guys and everything, and uh, for us to, you know, get recognized was uh an amazing experience and i wish uh todd could have been there to to share in uh the joys but uh i'm sure he will definitely be at uh, other conventions and uh yeah it was overall it was a a a great weekend and we can't wait to be back next year um and uh yeah stay tuned with uh the dork us joining the dork and podcast network they do a lot of uh conventions and whatnot and uh, hopefully we'll be able to hit up on some of them
1: yeah, uh, just to piggyback off that, uh, I'm lost for words. Honestly, for getting an award like that, I never thought. Uh, even with the podcast that we would even get that far, and um, yeah, I'm just super, super excited and super happy. And thank you so much for nominating us. It, I mean, it's not easy to nominate us either. You got to go on that fucking website, type in our names, and put our you know our link to our show in there, and that's just a lot of work on your part. We truly appreciate it, and. Like we, like Joe said, we couldn't have done without Eric either. So we thank him for that as well. And, uh, if another word or another news here for, uh, as far as cons go, if you guys, anyone in the tri-state Cincinnati, uh, Indianapolis, um, Louisville area, there's about six or seven cons out here every year. I try to hit up all of them. Um, and with the sponsor, um, I'll probably be helping out them as well. So we're going to be at a lot more events and just hanging out and having fun and, um, that's what we do. Yeah, and the pod isn't easy to do. Uh, some people may just record their stuff and put it on as it is. That's not us. We do editing and all that stuff and make sure we have you know, nice audio levels most of the time. Skype's a pain in the ass sometimes, but it is what it is. But uh, back to where I was going with it. It just thanks a lot for everything. And we're going to keep going up from here. So thanks.
0: Yeah, absolutely. A lot of exciting things planned for the future. And uh, yeah, I mean, we appreciate you guys for... You know, supporting us and sticking with us. Um, obviously, we're going to be going through a little, little bit of a transitional period here now without Eric. But um, we are not going to take it lightly. We are going to find an amazing, um, you know, third person, whether it be guy or girl. You know, we, we're um, you know we're open to anybody. So you know, if you if you are interested, um, definitely shoot us a message, email, or something. Obviously, we're looking for somebody who has had podcasting social media experience before but um yeah we're not taking this lightly we're we're gonna find somebody who you know has a good rapport with us someone that you know fits um you know this show well so um yeah definitely we're, we're excited to see what the future holds for us and um i think there's a lot of exciting stuff yeah. um in store for us here yeah. keep shooting in those
1: emails and if you're out of the u.s we want to hear from you because we haven't got anyone out of the u.s besides our friend in uh, buenos aires yeah uh, so yeah shoot us an email so speaking of emails what do we got
0: uh yes sir three guys at horror at gmail.com that is the number three of course um we got one email this week it comes to us from our buddy uh julian and he says hey guys congratulations at Scarecon. uh the podcast is awesome the interviews with the best in the genre is excellent keep going, don't stop. It is the only podcast I listen to. Uh, He said, there's a thriller horror movie that comes out on Blu-ray and on demand called Nightmare Gallery. Uh, The movie comes out on June 18th. Um, I am a small backer. I have a special thanks credit at the end of the movie. Check it out. Um, That is cool. Um, I will definitely be checking this out, and maybe it is something we can do for the pod. The Nightmare Gallery. haven't heard of it. It sounds... Interesting here. I'm trying to see if I can find a quick synopsis here. Um it looks like a, okay, it says an anthropology professor's obsession with a paranormal mystery threatens her job, marriage, and sanity as she fights to find a missing student. So, hmm, could be interesting. Yeah, could be interesting. But uh yeah, thanks Julian. Thanks for uh supporting us. And uh yeah, Thank you. We were really excited about ScareCon as well. Um, All right, so that's it for emails this week. Let's head over to our social media. Um, Let's go to our Facebook first. It's three guys at horror on Facebook, guys. I mean, you can find us everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, All right, so let's get into it. Um, First question comes to us from our buddy Steve, and he wants to know, which horror film franchise would make a stage play? Is that Steve
1: flipping the nerd? It is flipping the nerd on YouTube. Cool Canadian dude. Yep. <laughs> uh, what horror franchise make a good stage play? he said.
0: Yeah, uh, I've seen Evil Dead. Have you seen Evil Dead? No, I fucking, I would love to. <laughs> you said it was cool, right? It was really cool. It's like super cheesy, yeah. um, but in like a fun way. I mean, it, the dialogue is a little cringy here and there, but it's like meant. It's intentional, and the fucking gore is hilarious and stuff. It's a fun time. Nice. Um,
1: I don't know. There's this uh, thing in Not Spare Farm uh, when I used to live in California called uh, The Hangman something or whatever, but it's hosted by like a Freddy Krueger actor, and uh, they do like a mosh-up of everything. They'll have zombies, uh, ash, um, scream, anything and everything, and they just all bring it on stage, do skits. So I think like a mosh-up, like a a horror overall mosh-up would be really cool as far as one film or genre or whatever, um, I don't know because... I guess Freddie would be the only one that would could be entertaining because if you did like a classic like Jason and Michael, they don't talk. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking The Shining, but that might be you'd have to get like a really good actor, To right. make it a uh, to make it believable and interesting. Yeah, maybe The
0: Shining. I'll go with that. The Shining. All right. Um, well, right now they got Beale Juice, too. Just became a musical or a stage play, so I definitely want to check that out. They premiered it in New York recently. I'm sure that would be super fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying. I'm thinking like. I mean, I don't think a lot of people would go and see it, but I'm thinking like a trauma stage play would be a lot of fun. Just like Tromeo throwing and like, <laughs> like any of like throwing like it's like the best of trauma stage play. Just throwing a whole bunch of shit. Put Lloyd up there, and I mean, it would Gosh. probably be a, a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> I think I think them doing Troemi
0: and Juliet would be amazing. It yeah, it definitely would be. Yeah. Or po- or Poltergeist, <laughs> but. Yeah. Uh, Tromeo and Juliet would probably be the best choice, absolutely. Uh there was another one I was just gonna say too, but I can't remember now. I'll come back to it. Uh alright. Next question. Which uh horror film franchise should be the next to get a video game adaptation? Ooh. Video well, adaptation. I don't know if you I don't know if you heard Todd. Blair Witch. But they just announced the Blair Witch project video game. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> that is wild it does it looks super cool i'm super excited about it uh i'm gonna have to bust out my xbox one out of storage i haven't played video games in forever but i mean how do i not play this i mean (laughs) i'm super super excited about it i i was getting tagged like crazy on sunday at the con i was like what the hell is going on here and then i saw the blair witch video game got announced and i'm like holy shit i was like how fucking random though like to make a video game, like, off of that, it's just, like, so bizarre to me that, like, that's the movie they would choose, but... Did you watch yeah. the gameplay trailer thing? I did, yeah. That's it cool. Looks re- it looks really it cool. Looks, it does, yeah. It looks awesome. Um,
1: yeah, I play video games up the ass, so, uh, my... Ex- if anyone's on, uh, Xbox, my gamer tag is Jason Voorhees87. Typical horror fan name right there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: people always say, like, Oh fucking Jason, and stuff like that, but, um... Yeah, as far as video games, man, I would love them to bring back Evil Dead because the ones for PS2 and PS1 were really cool. Um, that would be awesome. I'm surprised they didn't with the TV show being so popular, but whatever. Yeah. And um, let's see, Dead by Daylight's already one that they've had like uh, Michael Myers in and stuff. So that's cool. Um, I'm thinking just Evil Dead right now. It would be cool to have like a little game where you're Jaws and you're trying to like eat people and escape the boats and stuff like that. That would be kind of cool.
0: That'd be sweet. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would love to see them just to revive. I mean, obviously, the Friday Thirteenth one was cool. I mean, I'd love to see them revive like a slasher style, like a you know, like the old, you know, Friday Thirteenth. Uh, but obviously, Friday Thirteenth came back. But like maybe like Nightmare on Elm Street could be definitely interesting going into the Dream Worlds yeah. and stuff like that to battle Freddy. Like that would be probably amazing with the graphics nowadays. I think it would totally work. It would be amazing um, to jump back to the stage play because it just crossed my mind again. What about? All right, go with me here. They got Disney on ice. Okay. What about horror uh, villains on ice, where you got Freddy, <laughs> Jason, Michael doing like triple lutzes <laughs> up on the ice and shit, and like, but with their weapons and just fucking like killing people with and shit, all over the doing ice like and stuff. yeah, <laughs> that would be unreal. Freddy and I think versus horror, Jason on, on ice. ice. Yeah, <laughs> I like. And I think that'd be dope. I, that would be so dope, and like. You could have like, you know those uh little snow cone things they have, but it could yeah. be like someone's like severed head and they could pour like red blood fluid coloring and shit and yeah. you could just have horror fans just getting just fucking That'd all out really there. Cool. It would remind me of like uh like when the gremlins watching the movie, it'd just be all horror fans like <laughs> giggling and shit during uh, Yeah. I mean I think that would be a, a genius idea. I mean it could be a terrible idea, but I would I would go and see it for sure. That'd be awesome.
1: You'd have little dainty figure skaters dressed up yeah. as like Jason and everything. Hell
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, back to the games though. Yeah. Um, the problem with the Friday Thirteenth, I bought it launch day, which it was a mistake. Uh, the servers never worked, so like you would have to like go to like the game hub and then like look for people that wanted to play, set up private matches, stuff like that. So there's never like, well, it probably is now, but when I was playing for a couple months, it like you never could get in a damn game. And then, with the freaking lawsuit, they did a cease and desist on the game where, you're like, they couldn't do any additional updates. Like, no, you couldn't even put a, a new tree in the level or anything like that. Mm. So it kind of died a, a slow, painful death there, but... Uh,
0: right. Yeah. Lawson, I, lawsuit fucked everyone.
1: I know, and they're still going at it. I guess they went to appeals court, and, ugh, they just need to figure it
0: out. Yeah, they really do. Because it's been, what, like 10 years since the Friday yep. 13th movie yeah, 2009. now? 2009, yep. Yeah. Which I love, and I know you don't, but I love it. I gotta revisit it. It's it's been. I tried to revisit it again the other day, like maybe. Well, not the other day. Maybe like a month ago, and I fell asleep. So I, I definitely gotta give it a fair shot. I, I know the gores are like super. The kills, I mean, are super gory and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, I'll give it another shot. Uh, but all right, let's go to our next question here. Uh, one more from Steve. Uh, he wants to know. I think we've gotten this question before. But what is your favorite hop, horror prop replica that you own? horror prop replica huh yeah i mean i'll just go the generic answer probably and go my freddy glove um i i I can't think of like any other prop replicas that i have per se do you have like a boomstick or a chainsaw i know you're the huge evil dead man no i
1: don't really have anything that's like licensed so like my friend bought me like a like a fan-made machete from jason but i don't know if that counts or not or like a real machete made up like one of the machetes from the movie sure how about uh, jason
0: masks i mean that yeah i have problem.
1: those and plus i have like yeah. Kane Hodder signed them and stuff like that but uh um,
0: yeah. i didn't yeah
1: i usually just buy like little figures or something because usually like the props are like crazy expensive yeah wicked expensive
0: yeah trick-or-treat studios though is coming out with uh three freddy prop gloves and they also sell some other prop they have the necronomicon prop replica how much is that and, uh, i would love to it, get that so it's 60 bucks but they just announced a new one where it opens Ooh. with like real pages and stuff like that i want that so one. yeah that's coming out this year i don't know what they're charging for that i want to say it's probably going to be more money maybe 100 i'm guessing but i'm not 100 percent sure on that that's still not bad for that yeah and use our code T-O-T-S-3-G-H, get 10% off, guys. So That's true. Does, that still, does yeah. it still work? <laughs> it's, it does still work, okay. yes. <laughs>
1: cool.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, but the Freddy glove is like, I mean, I'd have to look at my collection, but... Yeah, all my shit's yeah, in boxes down here, so I can't yeah. really look around. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, you? Uh, how's that going? Um, if you want to talk about it she, yeah. the show. Yeah, no,
1: the reason I can't go to these freaking cons is because I'm in the process of uh, buying a new home and... Anyone that's bought a home or sold a home before, it can be a, a huge pain in the freaking ass. So it's been a huge pain in the freaking ass. I've, uh, I'm have i not bragging or anything, but I've moved around a lot. So this is my fourth house and this is easily the worst time I've had selling. The other one sold in a couple days. This one has been uh, about 60 and wow. it's
0: just nuts. So yeah, that sucks. Yeah, definitely. Uh, all right. Let's go on a more positive note then. Um, <laughs> next question comes to us from Joseph Rogerson. And he wants to know, uh, okay, question. Basically, do uh, you guys feel like mainstream high-profile horror films hold back on things in regards to visuals and effects? Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. He said, honestly, uh, that is why Brightburn was a fun time, in my opinion. They took the idea with a superhero type of film and went the complete sci-fi horror route with a good, gory – um, with good gore, a weak plot, sadly, but a fun ride of a film.
1: Yeah, I think they uh, they walk a th- what's a thin line. I don't know what the saying is, but like it movies are like a diamond. Like they don't happen. You know what I mean? Where you make two hundred million dollars off a horror movie, right? Right. So, yeah, they gotta just hope that they have a small budget and throw some gore in there. Otherwise, they just do something like fucking Slender Man last year, where it's just terrible. There's yep. nothing good for it. Um, but yeah, that's the problem with uh, mainstream. You gotta, they gotta think about how many people they can actually get in the theaters, and if they have a lot of
0: gore, they can't get those thirteen-year-old crowds in there. So yeah, exactly. And I mean, he's right. Brightburn was super gory. Like, so there was like three or four scenes that were surprisingly gory. Where I was like, oh shit! Like they're going like, like oh, yeah. over the top, over the top gore here in some of the scenes, and it was it was pretty shocking.
1: I want to see that one little kid ripping people apart or something
0: yeah nice yeah you know i've kind of come on the horror train on it i know originally i said it i didn't feel it was a horror film but i definitely think there's enough stuff there for it to be considered uh like horror sci-fi style yeah so uh, i i think it 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 may creep it's creeping into my top five the more i think about it so yeah it's a good one (laughs) um all right. Uh, but you know also-
1: what? I forgot to say we're going to be talking about Ma later, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you heard the trailer for that in the beginning, but yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, and he also gave us his Ma review, but uh, we will save that for um, the end of the show after we talk about Ma. Uh, all right. Let's go into. Let's see what else we get. All right. That is it off of Facebook for this week. So let's head over to our Instagram at Three Guys at Horror on Instagram, guys. Uh, all right, all right. We got a couple. Uh, all right, so these look like also all my questions over on the Instagram as well. So maybe we will save the. Oh, okay, hold on. Here we go. We got a, We got one here. Uh, this is why I need to do this before the show, guys. <laughs> uh, in case you didn't know, I read all of these. Like I don't even look at the questions before and read them live. So maybe we'll improve on that. But all right, next question comes to us from Rise. Horror Corner. Uh, what do you guys think of Blumhouse rebo- rebooting Black Christmas? Uh, I love the original, and to be honest, I may like the remake more. I uh, just
1: learned about that today, actually.
0: I did too. I think they just—I think they announced it
1: today. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah. Original is really cool. Shout out to TJ, who that's his favorite movie. He's a listener, and he has Death by Stereo podcast. Um, I like the remake. He has he has a question coming up next, actually. So oh, cool. And then I like the remake, and I will definitely see this one.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. I I was kind of shocked to see it, honestly, because I was like, "Well, the remake just came out, so I'm surprised for them to be." Well, I mean, what was it? Has it been ten years, maybe, or uh, less? Probably. I can't even yeah. yeah, so I guess it has been a little bit, but I was still shocked to see them, you know, make rebooting Black Christmas. But it makes sense. I mean, it's a you know the slasher genre is. Probably coming back after the success of Halloween 2018. So, and, you know, obviously they can't do anything with the Friday 13th franchise right now. And I don't know what's going on with Nightmare. I mean, is the franchise just dead after that remake? Or are, are we going to see anything?
1: Uh... I don't know. And uh, Black Christmas came out in t- 2006, so yeah, I guess it's... Yeah.
0: yeah, I guess it's time then for a uh, reboot. I, reboot, I guess, not remake. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I'm still thinking it's going to be like a remake, sort of. Um, but yeah, hopefully it does good. I mean, you know, people can shit on Blumhouse all they want, but uh, they make pretty decent horror movies for the most part, um, and they Dude. get the money. they get the money and the budget behind it, so...
1: Yeah, Blumhouse brought horror back, man.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see what they do with this. I mean, uh, yeah, we'll, well, we shall see. I, I'm definitely excited, so. Alright, next question. Uh, I think we got one more tonight. Um, this one comes to us from at TJ Supinger. if I'm saying that right. Uh, who is the biggest MILF in horror? Ooh.
1: <laughs>
0: MILF in horror. So, my question is, could it be just an actress that's a mom, or does it have to be, like, the, a mom character in a horror movie? I would
1: say mom character. In a horror movie? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, shoot. Uh, it's a hot question. There's a lot of, there's a lot, there's, of there's a lot of There's a lot of MILFs running through my mind right now. <laughs> um, oh, I'll, I'll go uh, pretty, pretty new. Christina Hendricks
0: from uh, The Strangers Part 2. Okay, Because yeah. she's got some nice knockers. Absolutely, totally. Uh one that popped into my head: Cherry Moon Zombie from Halloween remake. As long as she doesn't do that laugh, gosh, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm going to bring
1: up in the trailer review.
0: Yeah, she's pretty hot. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to go old school here. I'm trying to think something '80s or '70s or something like that. Uh, Dee Wallace. Dee Wallace yeah. back in the day. She-, she was a bit of a looker. Um, yeah, maybe not the hottest, but she- I would definitely fuck her. Um mm, I don't know. Who else have we got? What about um, let's I'm trying to think of main slashers here. I'm gonna look like up, uh I'm gonna Ronnie Bl- Ronnie Blakely, Nightmare on Elm Street, eh. Nah. Okay. Nah. Um Milfs. Mrs. Voorhees. Uh a hundred percent, yeah. Hundred percent you 100%. Look. <laughs> That's kinda of that she's probably like a gilf at that point. Um Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, Jason didn't have kids, so you can't really call her grandma. Yeah, that's okay. true. Okay, well, I don't trust this article. I did Milson Horror, went to Arrow in the Head, and the first one is Catwoman, Michelle Pfeiffer. How's that fucking horror? Um. Oh, okay. This is, I can't believe I've overlooked her. Vera Formiga from The Conjuring.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, she's, yeah, definitely. She's awesome.
1: Yep. Uh, Jessica, well, Jessica Alba wasn't a mom in one of these movies. Christy Swanson. I don't think she was a mom in those movies. Mm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's all
0: I got. All right. Well, um. All right. I think that is it. Um. We do have a few. The people that asked the mock questions, we will go back to that. Todd, remind me if you can. I'll try to write it down here. But uh, that is it, guys. So you can find us. Obviously, three. Just search three guys at heart. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um. We're everywhere now. So. Yeah, definitely uh, keep sending those questions every week. If you like this segment, we love answering the questions. So thanks, guys. Yep. All
1: right, so the Three from Hell Hell trailer came out. uh, Pretty anticipated movie uh, by a lot of horror fans, so I'm going to plug it in right now.
0: Three from Hell.
1: Um. Okay, so I was really excited for this film, and then after watching the trailer, I'm no longer am. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it, it was like a um, like a fan made kind of trailer. Like the the quality was pretty low, and uh, Sherry Moon Zombies, her laugh in this movie, like I don't get it because. Corpses is in my top ten horror movies, and I love her in that movie. Like she's perfect. Her acting fits very nicely in this in the tone of that movie. But rejects and um, thirty one and apparently this movie and all that it's just uh, it's just not good. She ruins it. Like mm. um, Sid Haig. I mean, he's 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 up there in age, man. I'm gonna I'm eager to see if he can reprise his energy from the last ones because he's amazing. And of course right. Bill Mosey looks good as always. But I just I don't know. Maybe. They were riddled with bullets at the end of Reject, so I'm wondering.
0: Dream sequence. Uh, So I'm uh, here's my I'm thinking either dream sequence or since it's called Three from Hell, there's going to be like some way they bring them back from the dead.
1: It would make sense, Doctor Satan or something. Yeah,
0: but I mean they're but they're in but they're in prison, right? Aren't they? So that's why I'm thinking like maybe that was a dream sequence and they'll wake up like, in the car, and they're, like, surrounded by police or whatever, and they get arrested That's or whatever. That's so cheap. It would be so cheap, yeah. I mean, but how do you continue it on if you don't do, like, a Dr. Satan resurrection? That's, like, the only other way you could bring him back. Yeah. It looks like the plot's
1: gonna be them escaping from prison. Right. But, uh, yeah, I I want it to be good, like, so badly, but his, his film's just progressively worse, man. Like, I don't know. He needs someone to edit his films like the, yeah, the scripts and stuff before
0: but totally he he needs someone he needs like a co-director or something someone to like ring him in a little bit
1: uh, yeah absolutely And but, not his you wife. know
0: hey he does his own thing and whatever but yeah so when I heard about this trailer obviously I was excited like six days till the trailer doing the whole countdown and everything and then I watched it and I was like that's it yeah like that like literally it was fucking it was like hardly any new footage at all it was a lot of stock footage from the previous movies and uh yeah it was just like a shitty like fan-made thrown together trailer i obviously like he's funding these movies himself i think i don't think he had studio backing on this one right kind of like 31 it was kind of like was it fan funded or
1: 31 was fan-funded i'm not sure about this one
0: yeah, I'm not sure about this one either. I don't think he has studio backing, and you can tell it's, you know, going to be like a low-budget type thing. I mean, he could be funding it himself. Obviously, the dude's rich, so he he probably can. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, we'll see. I, I don't even know how this is getting released. I don't think it's hit in theaters. Maybe a special one-day release, kind of like they did with 31. Yeah, I saw that in uh, the theater. <laughs> yeah. See, I, yeah, see, I thought 31 was okay, um, I didn't hate it. I thought it was like a step back in the right direction for him after Lords of Salem, which I fucking hated. Lords of Salem. I, I don't think you didn't like it either, right? I,
1: I didn't finish it. Like uh, it was okay, so bad, yeah. I just turned it off.
0: Yeah, it, it was so fucking. I, I made my way through. It was it was a chore, but I made my way through that one. And you know, Halloween Two was dog shit. Like most people would agree with that. Um, and then I thought Thirty One was a step in the right direction. I was like, okay, it wasn't great. The, I mean, I hated the uh, Poncho Moller's character in that movie. I mean, no disrespect to Poncho. You know, he's a good dude and everything. But his character in that was just awful. Yeah, they, any of those guys
1: would have whipped his ass.
0: Yeah. Like. Um, so, but I mean, I felt like there was enough. It was good there. And I was like, okay, he's kind of like heading back in his House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Reject style. And maybe his next movie will be good. So, we'll see what happens with Three from Hell. I mean, those were his two best movies. So, hopefully the third one is good. I think Bill Moseley is, you know, probably what makes it. It's Bill Moseley and Sid Hager are what make those movies. So, like I said, you know, Sid has gotten pretty old. So, you know, we'll see if he, he has the charisma to reprise Spalding here. But, yeah. I mean, it will be cool to see. Um, but after this trailer, my expectations are pretty low
1: yeah uh, shout out to Sid and no way are we affiliated that would be badass but on June 24th <laughs> yeah. his uh, website I guess um, I, he, well he has websites open but his store is going to open and he's saying he's going to have like a ton of cool stuff free shipping and his prices are like the best at cons 10 bucks for autograph so I'm sure that price would be cool here too so just for awesome. any of you guys that haven't met him or can't meet him um, yeah sidhag.com 24th his site goes live I have it on my calendar see what he's got awesome um, hell yeah so let us
0: run into what watched. Yeah. You go let's do it. what's your first one? All right, so I watched a movie uh the other day called it's a 2019 slash I mean they say 2018 but then you know it doesn't really get a release until 2019 kind of like The Ranger which we did. Um so I'm calling it a 2019 release. It was called The Convent. Um basically how it start it's kind of like takes place in colo I would call it colonial times. And, you know, you got – it opens with uh, this girl who's basically jailed for being a quote-unquote witch. Uh, You know how that all went down back then. You know, you just kind of looked at someone the wrong way. They call – or you you were a little provocative. They'd call you a witch. But anyway, um, she's ready to be uh, executed when uh, a nun – like a head nun comes in and said, um, you know, she wants to save her. So they allow her to be taken, and she goes to this convent where – all of these other women who were accused of, you know, witchcraft or, or and whatnot are being housed by these nuns um, for basically salvation. Um, they want them, you know, to, you know, pray to the higher god and, you know, all that, you know, Catholicism, religious stuff and whatnot. And uh, after that, the movie ter- takes um, a turn where there is this, uh, I would say, demon – devil entity that uh, is lurking in the the convent, and I'll leave it at that uh, if you do want to see it. I would say, though, skip this movie. Uh, it is super low budget. Um, the effects are goddamn cringeworthy. Really, really bad digital effects in this movie. They should have just went without it. Um, and this movie also suffered from an identity crisis. It At certain points it took itself really seriously which I actually really liked that part I was like it could have been a really good psychological thriller type but then it completely goes off the rails in the third act where you just have these like over the top gore scenes thrown in with just awful digital gore scenes um and yeah it just completely falls off the rails in the third act um so, yeah, I, w- I would say skip this one. Uh, it's not one I would recommend or watch again.
1: Ooh, will do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, – first time watched Ravenous from 1999. Uh, stars Guy Pearce and uh, Robert Carlyle. Car- also has David Arquette in it. Um, Ooh, small role. And he's goofy <laughs> little fucker in this one. Have you seen this one, Ravenous?
0: No, I haven't. I've heard, I've heard of it, and I've like seen stuff about it, but I haven't. Is that the one that uh, the Soska sisters are remaking, or is that Rabid? I can't remember. Uh,
1: I think that's Rabbit, the oh. David Cronenberg one, right?
0: Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, I know they got a movie coming out called. It was either called like Rabbit or Ravenous. I can look it up while you're talking about it.
1: Yeah, but anyway, Ravenous is set in like the early 1900s at like an outpost. Um, Guy Pierce, he was in the Spanish American War. I don't think this is 1900s, and I think that's wrong on imdb but anyway it's old times and um anyway he gets sent to this outpost because he was a coward in the mexican-american war because uh, he laid down and didn't fight shit like that and <clears throat> eventually he meets up with his unit it's just a small band of people is surrounded by snow and all that shit and then this guy comes played by robert carlisle who is from 28 weeks later he's the dad that turns into a, a zombie even though they're not zombies but whatever but anyway um
0: controversy
1: he, yeah <laughs> i love those both those movies <laughs> but, um, so he says that like, Hey, his band was stuck in the mountains. Uh, this dude went crazy and ate everybody and he was the only survivor. So the soldiers like, um, oh, he's a, and there's a girl, he still has captive and the soldiers are like, all right, fuck it. Let's go. Let's go get this guy and rescue the girl. As soon as they get to this cave, that's like a couple days ride out. This guy just goes nuts. The, the two soldiers go into the cave. They find the kind of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, a bunch of like, you know, gross looking skeletons posed and stuff. Meanwhile, and I, it's just like a really unnerving scene. The dude is outside, frantically digging like a dog, with this crazy look on his face, and he pulls out a weapon. But it, like the way he was doing it, was just like freaking creepy. So the twist is, he was the guy that was eating everybody, but he needed more victims. So he, you know, uh, drew them out there and started killing them all. Um, eventually, our hero guy Pierce, he gets away, goes back to the fort, sends for help help comes, doesn't believe his ass, like you're fucking lying, and then, he's like, alright, you got a new commanding officer, because the guy killed him, the guy that walks in, is the fucking cannibal, and he's like, hey, what's up man, like trying to play it off, and then Guy Pierce is like, this is a fucking cannibal, and blah blah blah, and then they blame the deaths on him, Uh, without getting everything away, whatever, this guy, basically, can eat humans, and take their strength, that's why he's a fucking cannibal, Uh, so, it's up to Guy Pierce to, you know, save the day, um, Started off extremely well, had some lulls towards the end, actually, um, because the middle was cool, because you're like, damn, is he going to get away with this shit? Um, then the ending was like, okay, let's just get through it. But um, overall, very good. Has some 90s-style choices in there. But other than that, uh, Raven is just on Shudder. If you have Shudder, check it out.
0: Cool. Awesome. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. And I just looked it up. Uh, the movie the Soska sisters are coming out is called Ravid. So uh, that is... It's slated for a January 2020 release. Gotcha. So I'm assuming that's a remake, but I'm not sure. It just says, what happens when you realize that to achieve your dreams, you have to live a nightmare? Uh, Rose is a quiet blah, 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 whatever you guys can read it. <laughs> I'm not going to bore you guys on the show with it. Um, all right, next one I got is – I watched um, – have you watched this one yet? It's um a short that just got released called Georgie. No. No. So it's made. It was made by like two It super fans. Uh, it's just a really like short. It's literally only seven minutes long. Um, it premiered on Fangoria.com. Um, but uh, they got the real Georgie from the original It to uh, reprise his role, and also Stan from the original It reprises his role in this one. Um, it's pretty interesting. Uh, you know, there's not a whole lot of dialogue in it. It's mainly visually like done but has definitely some creepy moments and stuff like that um but yeah it was a cool little thing and uh i don't know if they're planning on doing a like feature length thing about that or if they're just doing a short i didn't do a whole lot of research on it i briefly watched it i saw it was up there but uh if you are a stephen king fan if you're an it uh, fan of the original it movie i would definitely recommend checking it out it's uh it's pretty cool i mean do they follow georgie
1: in the sewer or something
0: no, so like what ha- so it's really really fucking weird. Um, so there's a, like they don't really go too much into a plot obviously. It's, I mean it's only 7 minutes long. So you get this lady, she's and we don't even know who she is, but she's sitting there and she's drawing a picture of Georgie as a kid, you know, like the one you see where uh, Bill opens up the book. It's like that in that school photo picture of Georgie in the original. Yeah. She's, you know, drawing that And then all of a sudden, um, you know, we see Georgie, but he's in the Pennywise costume. But it's, like, Georgie's face. Um, And he doesn't really say anything, but he's doing, like, all of this, you know, creepy shit. And then, you know, we flash to, like, him as an adult being armless. And, like I said, it's really, like, it's all visuals. There's no real story. I mean, there's a story told visually, but, like, I didn't exactly know, like, what was happening per se. Just kind of, like, Pennywise wreaking havoc on this lady and this house. Um, kind of, I guess you could say, taunting her. Okay. So, yeah, it was, it, was, it was pretty, I mean, like I said, it's a seven-minute watch. I mean, if you, so it's nothing like, you know, don't go into it expecting a masterpiece or anything like that. But, you know, if you're a fan of the original It, um, it was cool to see the original Georgie come back and the original Stan and whatnot. So, yeah, definitely worth a watch. Very cool. Uh, this won't be the one I'm going to
1: be talking about, but I saw Saving Private Ryan in the movie theater, which is oh, an amazing Jesus. film. Yeah. Uh, first time seeing a the theater because it came out in 98, I think.
0: Yeah, um, something like that. So
1: it was cool, man. It, it was really cool on the big screen. But anyway, uh, my next one is a movie called Boar. Uh, it's from Australia. It actually premiered in 2017 over there, but it just came out for us in June over here, so I'm counting as 2019. Um a lot of people get like sensitive with release dates too. Like I remember last year, remember, <laughs> like, like in when I like one of my last YouTube things. Yeah, that, it was like this one came out for me in my country over here. I'm like, well, it came out for me here, buddy. Like, I don't even want to tell you. It's not that big of a deal.
0: Yeah, it really isn't. Yeah, I've seen people freak out. I remember when I had. Some top of the year lists so are like, that technically came out last year, and I'm Ugh. like, well, I didn't see it till this year, and it was fucking close enough. So you know what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck you. Like yeah. it,
1: it premiered at like a small festival last year. Yeah. Like, a, exactly. uh, whatever.
0: But yeah. Boar. Um, I was actually considering doing this one on the pod, Todd. Boar. Boar. Is it worth it? Mm, if we can get an actor
1: on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I won't go too much in-depth to it, but it's on Shudder. Uh, it says it's a Shutter original, if that's what they call them, Shudder something. But um, so set in Australia, it has Bill Moseley in it as an American dude that is, has like an Australian family. Like he's like the, the new stepdad or whatever. Um, they're over just like having fun, whatever. They go out to the bush and there's a giant boar that's running amok and um, very bloody, uh, a little too much talking, a little too much characters that didn't mean anything to the plot and I guess I'll leave it at that but I recommend it so okay. I guess I'll leave it there I'll let you watch it and we'll determine if we're going to do a show on it
0: absolutely alright sounds good um, and uh, the last one I'm going to do I can I, this was another one I considered for the pod but then I was like eh, I think I'll skip o- we'll skip over for the pod but uh, I watched The Perfection which is uh, I don't know if you've seen this one yet it's the no. new kind of it's getting, getting a lot of play on Netflix it's i believe it's a netflix original um stars uh the girl from get out um the one that you know the main girl from get out there chris's uh girlfriend and also steven weber good to see him in a movie I haven't seen him in a movie in a while uh but uh yeah this one's interesting uh basically we are we you know we follow this uh girl from get out and she's uh you know, we see that she, you know, was a really, uh, I guess, famous young, uh, cello- celloist? Is that how you would say it? Um, I guess. yeah, she's a, she's a musician or whatever, and, um, she was, like, really talented and stuff like that, but her mom, uh, got sick, so she had to go and take care of her mom and whatnot. Um, so then we flash forward, maybe, like, I don't know, 15, 20 years later, she's in her, you know, maybe early 30s, late 20s at this point. And she goes back, um, she goes overseas to, I think it's somewhere in Asia, but uh, she goes and visits uh, her old, you know, her protege, the guy who kind of took her under her wing and stuff like that. And so they're at this, uh, you know, cellist performance. She meets this other girl who's uh, the new it girl, the new famous celloist or whatever i'll never get that word right by the way uh, but uh so then from there on um they form this uh really intimate relationship uh and Ooh. yes I like. <laughs> so yes boners for that folks but uh so i don't want to go too depth into it because i'm probably feel, gonna watch it <laughs> yeah uh let me just say, I mean, the movie really takes uh, an interesting turn, and there's some pretty cool stuff in it. I would definitely recommend it. I, I, I think it's a, a solid movie overall. I definitely had some issues with it. Um, but I won't go too deep into it, because I definitely think it's worth a watch. Will it make my top of the list or anything like that? No, but definitely worth a one-time watch. There's some pretty cool stuff in there. And um, it's also kind of like a... Uh, has a women empowerment type message and whatnot to it. So, um, it, yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I definitely think it's worth a watch.
1: Speaking of cunnilingus, I watched one. <laughs> My next one is The Bat People from 1974. And the nope. reason I say that is because, <laughs> uh, before I get into the plot details, the dude is going down on his wife in the process of turning into a bat. <laughs> ah, <laughs> so that's it's awesome. super weird. <laughs> But uh, yeah, for the Bat People. It is about a uh, newlywed couple kind of thing where they're out on a vacation. Uh, they go caving. Dude gets bit by a bat, and then he starts having spazzy ass moments where he starts like flailing around every now and then and like losing what he's doing, like he doesn't know what happened. Um, so eventually, his like hand turns into a wing, and he starts going around killing people. Um, it sounds really cool, and it is, but be warned it's very slow and you will have a lot of unnecessary talking like there's a lot of filler um there's also some like uh you really root for this one character to die too. um this cop that's investigating like he he knows for sure or he thinks that the guys can't do all the killings but he can't prove it but the cop goes to the wife and like attempts to rape her um but she like you know. Tell him to fuck off and then he actually listens but then when the bats kill him it's really violent and it's like pretty cool like you're like yeah but um it's like three bucks online blu-ray from screen factory if you can find it on ebay and do it it's definitely cool and it's quirky and then like i said he's going down on his wife and he turns into a bat and like flees
0: <laughs> it's funny <laughs> well that's i'm definitely checking that one out what's it what's it called just bats the bat people the bat people okay i'm definitely watching that that shit sounds wild <laughs> Yeah, I'd probably make it sound cooler than it
1: is, but is. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: I'll get drunk and watch it one night or something.
1: Is that your – what watched – is that all?
0: Yeah, that's all I got this week.
1: All right, so we're going to do another trailer because Doctor Sleep just came out today. Um, obviously, you know, Joe and I are big fans of The Shining. I've never read the yes. Doctor Sleep. I've read The Shining, um, but I just went out and bought the book today because I'm like, man, that fucking trailer. Oh, let me play it. Magic like me. I need you to listen to me. The world's a hungry place, a dark place. Hi there. I only met two or three people like us. They died. When I was a kid, I bumped into these things.
0: magic i i always called it the shining
1: I was saying. It looks really cool. That's why I went out and bought the book because I want to read the book before it happens. Ooh, mm-hmm. McGregor is a really good actor and director Mike Flanagan is a really good director so I'm super excited. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what else has
0: Flanagan done? Uh, Gerald. Uh, Gerald's Game. Oh, okay. Awesome. He I mean, did something else. Didn't he do something else too? Yeah, I just can't do like... Let me look it real <laughs> quick. All right. I'll talk about it while you're going. Um. So, yeah. Obviously the shining like one of my favorite horror movies of all time so when i heard they were doing Doc sleep i will fully admit i have not read the the book i heard it's not as good as you know the shining novel but um this fucking trailer looks amazing uh thankfully they didn't give away too much of the plot in this which i really appreciated this will probably be the only trailer i watch for this movie um it gave just enough um, for you to be like, ooh, like, because, you know, it didn't give too many plot details, Um it just, it seems like, you know, Danny, as an adult now, just kind of meets up with more people who have a Shining, and then he kind of looks like he goes into some shit, um, it looks really awesome, I uh, loved the, you know, the, the callbacks to the Shining movie, uh, yeah. you know, him, yeah, him as an adult, peeking through the door that, obviously, his, his father, you know, uh, you know, Jack Jack Torrance uh, busted through and stuff, uh, and then the music at the end—just holy shit! It looks—I am super, super impressed. Um, so my expectations before the trailer were just kind of like, oh, you know, it, it could be cool, but after this now, I am highly, highly anticipating it, and hopefully it doesn't disappoint. And it's—it's it's amazing. I didn't realize—I didn't even realize it was coming out this year. So um, that's like another one. I'm sure we'll definitely be doing for the podcast, and, uh, yeah, I'm super, super pumped for this. Hell, yeah. Uh,
1: anyway, the director did Oculus, which I really like.
0: I really liked uh, Oculus, too, yeah. Uh,
1: Origin of Evil Ouija, Ouija, Ouija board, right?
0: Uh, that movie sucked, I hated it. I thought the Origin of Evil one was the good one. Or no? See, a lot, of people, well, people, critically, and, uh, most horror fans did like that one, I wasn't a fan of it, I I don't know which one I watched. Yeah.
1: Um, Hush, which I loved.
0: Hush was amazing, um, yeah. I
1: haven't seen Before I Wake. And then Gerald's Game and The Haunting of Hill
0: House, which I still haven't watched. So this guy is be- fucking good. Before, before I Wake, I wasn't a fan of. Um, Haunting of Hill House was amazing, yeah. His wife, that's uh, that's his wife, too. The woman from Hush. Oh, is and it? Haunting, and The Haunting of Hill House, yeah.
1: She will be in Indianapolis coming up. So I have Yeah, to she...
0: She's going to be at Monster Mania, too, coming up in August. So, yeah. Very good. Um,
1: Okay, so, guys, before we start talking about Ma, uh,
0: here's a uh,
1: commercial from one of our sponsors.
0: Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, <coughs> it's scary.
1: Alright, so that's that. Now let's talk about Ma. Um, okay, so ma's a pretty straightforward horror movie here. It's uh, about high school kids that want to drink, so they you know stand out at a liquor store like I'm sure a lot of people have done, and they ask adults to buy them booze. Um, everyone turns them down until Ma comes, and she's a nice uh, older black lady, and she's like, yeah, fuck it, I'll do it. I used to party too. Um, so she does it. Next day, they're doing it again. Hey, Ma shows up. Hey, come get some shit. All right, cool. But she's like, you know what? I feel really bad. I don't want you getting a car accident. I want you guys to be safe. Come back to my house. You can hang out in my basement. Blah, blah, blah. So eventually, like, things escalate where she starts throwing big old parties. The whole freaking school's there. She's making them snacks. She's having music, dancing with them, drinking with them. Also, she has a really uncomfortable crush on the main girl's <laughs> boyfriend, which she's like, uh, one of the lines that I wrote down was, um, Milk did that body good, which I don't think that was a boyfriend, but she made one guy strip at one point and held a gun to his right. head as a joke, which I'm like, these kids are stupid. That happened on the first day, and they're cool with it? Yeah. But, um, yeah, so eventually we figure out that Ma is kind of a bad guy, and we learn her story why she's that way, which is kind of, is you know, really fucked up, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, and then it's in theaters right now, so I'm not going to spoil anything else, but it gets a little bit crazy. And that's
0: it. Yeah. So yeah, it I think we will we should probably spoil it at the end of we'll give you a little Our uh,
1: spoilers are starting right now.
0: We'll give you a, well no, we'll give you a warning before we get too deep into it. But yeah, no, overall, um I liked this movie. I I didn't love it. Um so like when I saw the trailer for this, I was like, This movie looks batshit crazy. Um and I really wanted it to go crazier than it did. Uh you know, it, it took itself a little too seriously um, at times. But overall, I, I did enjoy this one. Um, I think there was enough there for me to enjoy it. it, it you know, it won't make my uh, best of the year list or anything like that. But, I, I mean, I thought it was a pretty effective thriller. Um, my main issues with it, I will wait until we get into the spoilers. But, uh, yeah, I mean, for the most part, I, I had a pretty fun time with this one.
1: All right, now spoilers are going to start. So <laughs> if you guys are going to cut off now, that's cool. Check out our sponsor and we'll see you next time. But now let's talk about, I mean, so what did you like? So um,
0: I think the movie would have been way more effective had the the twist we find out, obviously. So we find out that the reason Ma is going kind of batshit crazy on these kids is uh, because of why how her – like, their parents treated her when they all went to high school together, you know, um, which isn't, like, a super original plot or anything like that. No, we- I was thinking of Freddy <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So it's not, like, anything super original. Um, I think it would have – so what we find out is, you know, Ma has a crush on one of the – had, you know, when she was in high school or whatever, had a crush on one of these kids' dads. And, you know, he's like, meet me in the – in the janitor's closet and you know she goes in there she gives him a blowie and we find out when they come out that it wasn't him it was another guy so um you know super fucked up uh disturbing uh well then the
1: entire school's out there too what like laughing at right it. Yeah,
0: yeah right so i mean it was a a form of you know rape i guess you could say and taken advantage of and whatnot um, but I think what would have been way more effective in this movie is, I mean, we find out that Ma has a kid, um, we find out, you know, somewhat, what, midway through the movie maybe, yeah. that, she has, that she has a kid, and she's basically, um, what is that, um, Munchild syndrome, or whatever they say, where she's keeping her kid up there, locked away, um, basically like poisoning her to make her think she's sick and whatnot, um, and you know, that is, um, you know, fucked up. What I think would have been way more effective is if that that kid was, um, if like she was raped in that closet, and that was the child that was birthed by the rape or whatever. I think that would have been way more effective, way more disturbing. Would have made, made, made way, wait, like made way more sense of why she wanted revenge. I mean, I can understand why she wanted revenge and whatnot, but. I think it would have made more sense and would have been more effective if they went that way. Uh, yeah, I agree. I don't I wasn't thinking along those lines, but I thought that the daughter
1: character was kind of a big waste. Um, yeah. I, you know, I thought the whole time like okay, she's definitely got someone locked. I thought someone was like being held captive, not her own daughter, which she is captive, but I thought it was more like a missing kid, maybe kind right. of a missing high school student that she's keeping locked away or whatever. Um, but it's kind of strange too is She's had these. Did she just devise this plan, like when they saw him buying beer, or did, has she always wanted to do this? Because it's a why, good question. Why wait? And it's pretty convenient. I don't know. Like, you couldn't have done this to the homie like twenty years ago. You have to wait until <laughs> the kids yeah. at eighteen. Like, I don't get it.
0: Yeah, I think she just kind of the way I saw it or the way I thought of it is is that she kind of like put it out of her head or whatever, or like you know she just lived with it and, and then she. You know she walks by and these kids are asking her for for the booze and whatnot. And if you notice, she looks over and sees the name on the truck, uh. and she's like, and she's like, oh, she's like, all right, I know who these motherfuckers are? And like, I think so. I think she just devised the plan like right there and then that she was gonna fuck with these kids. Gotcha. Um, hilarious
1: moment when the dad was getting a BJ in his car. Yeah. So so random out of place. Yep. <laughs> um. The vet lady that Sue Ann works for
0: is a freaking
1: giant bitch.
0: Total bitch. Um, Allison, ja- Allison Janney. Yeah, be, um, leave her alone,
1: lady. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, no, totally. Missed opportunity, though. We didn't
0: see her death. We only saw the aftermath. Yeah. I think there was a lot of missed opportunities in this movie um, with kills. Like, there was hardly any kills. Um, and they weren't, like, over the top enough. So, like, per prime example, when Ma has the the father chained in the bed or whatever. She, like, holds the scissors up to his dick or whatever. Or whatever. I can't a, remember. You think that the, was a prop dick? Or, like, the knife? Definitely a prop dick, I'm sorry, You, saw, sure, you yeah. saw his dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, total missed opportunity. She should have sliced his dick off. That should have oh, yeah. um, been killed. Like, I mean, this movie, like, it was just, like, holding back for whatever reason. This was, like, that trailer just made it seem like it was going to go off the rails batshit crazy, which is exactly, I think, what everyone who went and saw this movie wanted. And it just didn't get there. Like, it needed to go... It just needed to go there. She needed to chop his dick off there. They needed... And, like, we needed more, like, inventive cool kills. Like, you know, she mows down that one lady there. What did she call her? A cunt or whatever. (laughs) Which was pretty... Yeah, which was pretty funny. Um, But, yeah, I mean, overall, I think there was a lot of missed opportunities here. But it's still a decent enough movie and has some pretty damn funny parts. And Octavia Spencer... Um, plays ma perfectly um where you kind of feel bad for her in in a way um uh, but in another way you're like well this shit, he's fucking nuts um it, it's a yeah, str- it's I mean, a
1: strange way to get back at him
0: yeah totally like, like
1: um if the kids never would have gotten creeped out and started saying mean things about her would that have changed like would ma still be cool like that's the thing Whereas, like that's why, like, I don't understand her plan. Like, she's being cool. She's being chill. And then she told the main girl's mom, like, how's it feel to be on the outside? They like chilling with me. Yeah. So was that, like, was that her original plan just to get them to like her? If so, like, what is, what, is, what is the move? Like, I don't know. It's just, like, I didn't really get the whole, you know, purpose of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it was just a straight revenge thing. She wanted to take it out on these parents. What's the revenge Chil- Like, children. Well, I mean, she like, I mean, the revenge is she goes like batshit crazy and she locks them all down there and she was gonna kill them all. But but right?
1: was she going to though? Like if if they didn't go on like the the Snapchat or whatever and say fuck Ma, she's a bitch. Would, right, would she
0: had done anything. That's like I don't. That's a, know yeah. She would. I mean, yeah, have a good point there. Uh, yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe she would have. <laughs> yeah, I don't. You know that you mentioned that. I really didn't think of that. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, it definitely weird, but. I mean, yeah, I mean, overall, I thought it was a decent little psychological thriller. It's a good way to to kill time. I think there's yep. enough there. I mean, you're, you're not really saying too much, Todd. It seems like you're a little cool on it. No, I mean, I liked it. I really
1: liked it. I enjoyed it a lot, but um, okay. I just had just, like, some questions with it. Maybe a second walkthrough or whatever, but um, the kids definitely right. got off easy. Yeah. Um, they got, like, a couple of people who, like, the girl had her lips sewed together. She'll be fine. Like Yeah. But um, I was surprised that they did black... No, not blackface. Whiteface on the black kid. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, they, they did that. I think that was a little sensitive... Like a sensitive subject for today's age. You know what I mean? Sure. But she's like, there can only be one of us. And she gets a can of paint and paints his face. I was like, what the hell's going on?
0: Yeah, right, right. And she does
1: like elaborate like jigsaw traps and like hangs <laughs> them up and stuff. But uh, so, I mean, I liked it. I think a little bit more than you... I definitely missed like a lot of missed opportunities though yeah uh, definitely she could have gone crazy on a lot of people
0: yeah it, I mean I it was still like a pretty fun movie and I did enjoy it I just think it it could have went even crazier and further than it was it, it could have like took in a B movie there was definitely some like B movie stuff in this like some really like weird comedy stuff that was like pretty funny um but it could have went even crazier and I think it If it went that way, you know, with, like, the dick chopping off and, like, maybe some more cool kills from Mar and stuff, it probably could have made my top of the year list. But as it sits now, it's just, uh, like, kind of middle of the road for me. All right. What do you give it? I mean, with that being said, I still did really enjoy this movie, and I'm going to give it a a solid 7 out of 10.
1: Yeah, that's exactly mine. So with the way (laughs) things are going, that's still in the top five.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Would you say it's better than Escape Room?
0: Oh, Or or, uh, Escape Room and Prodigy? Escape Room, no, for me. I would say it's not better than Escape Room. It's better than The Prodigy, probably. I agree. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Octavia Spencer's amazing, though. She's a really good actress. Absolutely. Um, So before we close out here, um, we did have a few... Ma questions over on our uh, Instagram and Facebooks here. Um, So this one comes to us from Brian, and he wants to know, if they were going to continue, Ma, um, where would you like to see the sequel go? That's a good question. Um, Straight up slasher. Because we don't technically see her die, right? She's just in, like, the house... The house, the house is on fire. Yeah, just kinda. like Michael Myers last year. Right? Like, yeah, ex- yeah, they did uh, It was it was Blumhouse, so they did went the same route. <laughs> They're
1: like, what do we, getting, how are we gonna end this movie, guys? I got it, fire. <laughs>
0: <But> yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, straight up slasher man. She goes on a fucking revenge.
0: Yeah, I mean, I said it in the review. I just just go fucking even more batshit off the walls crazy. Uh, maybe mom Ma moves to a different town and uh, befriends some new kids or something like that i mean you'd have to completely change it this was just a straight revenge flick so maybe uh she wants to make some new like child friends or something like that and like they do go the same route of being like all right this lady's fucking weird so let's get out of here and then she wants her she goes for revenge
1: on the kids you know what would have been good too is that if she had sex with that dude she like she kept like stroking his cheek yeah, yeah. Imagine that. Was that that, no, that you know would have been crazy. That would have been a good revenge against his dad. Like, hey, it motherfucker! Like, I gave you blowjobs uh,
0: jobs. I think that's what she was going for, right? Like, it yeah. seemed like it, right? That would have I mean, been well, she, she was kind of like in love with the dad, or whatever. And since like it was the dad, I think she was like getting like feelings again or whatever. Because you could tell like she still had like feelings for that dad or whatever. Yeah. and Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, but good question. um His other question was about reaction to the Dr. Sleep trailer. Well, you just fucking heard it, Brian, so good. (laughs) Um, And he also asked about the Blumhouse reboot of Black Christmas. You heard that, (laughs) motherfucker? So there you go. Um, All right, next one uh, comes to us from our buddy with Sir Sturdy. I actually missed this one, so it might not be my related, but uh, he said, first of all, guys, congratulations on uh, the podcast award. Thank you so much, um, Sir Sturdy. He was also nominated in our Category 2 Best Interview Uh, But unfortunately, he um, did not win as well. But congratulations on the nomination um, to you as well. Um, He said, uh, did you try that Libby app yet, Joe? Um, I did not. I have not tried it yet. I downloaded it, though. Um, He talked about that. I was listening to um, one of his podcasts, and he mentioned an app called Libby where if you have a library account, you can um, download this app, put in your library account information, and you can listen to um, audiobooks for free. Um if your library if your library has it. So um they had a bunch of uh horror stuff, but most of the horror stuff in my library was uh um, taken out, but you can put it on hold for when it comes back and I mean they had a bunch of stuff. They had, you know, a bunch of Stephen King stuff and I I looked for that uh book you recommended, Todd, but they didn't have it on there. But yeah, I mean if you're looking for yeah, Yeah, yep. Um, so if you're looking for a way to listen to some audiobooks for free and have a library account, check out Libby. Um, and that is not sponsored. I promise you guys. Um, but also, I wish, <laughs> is it
1: sponsored? Is it That's sponsor? <laughs> I'm like, mm, I'm drinking Arizona green tea. <laughs> um, uh, I gotta, I gotta represent the library all
0: quick, dude. Libraries yeah. are fucking cool as heck. So go in there. Hell yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, a lot of free media over, you know, DVDs. So, so I mean, if you know, you're on a budget or whatever, and want to watch some horror, they get a lot of hard movies yeah. uh, on Blu-ray, DVD, and shit, and also audiobooks and great hard stuff. So yeah, definitely check out your local library, guys. Um, also, he said, when are you guys going to do? YouTube live again? Uh, the fans are waiting. Uh, it has been a while. We've talked about it for episode 100. Um, we shall see. So um, stay tuned. I'm sure we will be." We will be doing um, another one. Um, I know the Dorkening Podcast Network, they do a lot of live videos, so we might, from time to time, jump on with those guys as well. So we will definitely um, keep you guys up to date and let you guys know. So just follow us on our social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We'll keep you updated on there as well. Um, Also, he said, I just watched Death Proof today for the first time. I had fun with it. Uh, The way the movie was to me, at least, it was uh, a movie in a movie. What do you guys think? I did not like Death Proof or Planet Terror. I liked Planet Terror. I wasn't as big on Death Proof, but I literally haven't seen either of them until um, since I saw them in theaters. Same so exact I, thing for me. <laughs> yeah, so I, I definitely need to revisit um, both of them. Yeah. Love the trailers, sure. but uh, movies were, yeah. were lacking for me. Fake trailers were awesome on that. Um, all right, last question. Is there an actor or actress in any genre of movie you can't stand... For me, it's Nicolas Cage. (laughs) Oh man, don't shit on Nicolas
1: Cage, man. I know, yeah. Put down the bunny.
0: (laughs) Put Uh, the bunny in the box.
1: (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Uh, Man, you don't like Nick Cage? He's so like fucking weird. He is. (laughs) Uh, Actor, I do not like.
0: Um, Did you like Mandy Todd?
1: I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? Okay. Um. Oh shoot! What's her name? Reese Witherspoon. I just do not like. Like period. What'd you say? Sorry, I was reading something. <laughs> <laughs> no, Reese Witherspoon.
0: Uh, oh, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big Melissa McCarthy fan. Uh, yeah. I, I I don't not like her, but yeah. Yeah. I there hasn't been much in with her that I've liked. So yeah. nothing against the woman, but just not a not a fan of her work. I'm trying to think horror wise, like. Uh, so I'm, like, very 50-50 on Eli Roth. <laughs> oh, um, actor, when he acts? When he acts, yeah. He was, uh, uh, that's he, was such... he was great in Glorious Bastards. He
1: mostly great. There's a couple lines yeah, where he yeah. delivered, I'm like, man, like, Quentin must really like this guy.
0: Sure. Uh, Sherry Moon Zombie, she's not good at all. <laughs> I love her in Corpses, though. That's the problem. I don't get it. <laughs> Yeah, corpses is her only good role, though, and then it got old really quick. Like it's she's like the same fucking character like every time with um, that with that hideous laugh.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm
1: trying uh, to think of a dude I don't like. There's a billion of them. You know, unpopular opinion, but David Arquette is not the best
0: actor. No, definitely not. Yeah. I mean, I. I don't think that's an unpopular opinion, man. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I
1: know everyone likes him as Dewey, but if, apart from part one, where he's like great in that, like a bumbling idiot, two, he's like, eh, it's starting to outwear, like, you know, his welcomes has gone, whatever you say. And then three and four, and then like Raven as I just watched him in, he's just like a, like a set piece, you know? He's just there to be a goofball.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, totally. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of some other horror actors that aren't the best. I mean there's I'm sure there's a lot of shitty ones out there we can't think of but Robert England. Oh yeah. Not, other than like yeah. his Fred other than his Freddy role, I uh yeah, I would totally agree with that, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that um I think that might be it for the Ma questions. Let me just double check on that. Um Yeah, for some reason I can't get my Instagram feed to load, so <laughs> I think we did have a question over there, so I, I apologize to the people off of instagram for some it, reason my phone isn't cooperating is right now is it on
1: now. the three guys at horror one or you're... It,
0: is, it is it is if you want to pull it up
1: yeah let me look let's see oh,
0: oh.
1: this is riveting entertainment right here as i search for
0: i was like you can pull out this dead air
1: <laughs> they won't load for me either it won't uh-uh.
0: Shit. must be maybe down maybe instagram's down well, there you go, folks. Instagram, I guess, is down right now. So I <laughs> uh, apologize uh, to you guys. We'll, we'll try to get it. Um, I'll add it to the next episode, though, which we will have a guest host on. Um, we haven't decided yet. But uh, like I said, um, we'll be searching for our third guy or gal that horrors. And, um, yeah, so we'll be rotating people in for the next you know four five six episodes or whatever and then we will decide on a permanent replacement so definitely give us feedback um if you you know loved one of the guests if you didn't like one of the guests uh let us know because you know you guys are the listeners so your feedback is really important to yeah, us just keep it civil yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah no, no name calling or anything but know message us privately about it or whatever that's fine Um, also um, I also wanted to shout out um, I keep forgetting to mention it but uh, Jay from um, Fright Crate there are they are a horror subscription box company definitely go and check them out Um, a massive thank you to him Um, he really helped us out for our first um, con Um, he got flyers made for us stickers made for us um, banner made for us just Everything The guy was amazing. He even got um, the Jeremy banners printed out within a couple of days for us. Um, so we cannot thank Jay from Fright Crate enough for all of his help, and um, we we'll are definitely be working um, with him in the future. He's an awesome guy, and I uh, can't thank him enough. Also, um, if you ordered uh, – we should have mentioned this earlier, but if you ordered a um, shirt – hat hoodie or whatever um we will be refunding you guys obviously um you know unfortunate circumstances but um you know we don't want you guys walking around with um our old logo and whatnot um so look within the next week or two um start looking for refunds um in your bank account um i will be refunding everyone soon um if you do not get a refund within a week or two give me two weeks. you know just message me and i'll make sure the refunds get out to you but i should um you know big cartel is pretty good about that so i should be able to refund you guys all pretty easily uh, but yeah just keep an eye on your bank account and those refunds will be coming in soon and um you know we'll be working on a new logo and stuff like that so once we get our new host in place new logo and whatnot um we will have merch coming out um new merch coming out then so uh we really yeah like i'm Sorry, Todd, I'm not letting you get a word in here, but uh, we just we really appreciate um, you guys sticking with us and all your support um, through this little transition period. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to add anything. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but thanks, guys. And sorry about the shirts and hats. We were excited for them too, and shit yeah. didn't work out. But you guys get refunds. We're not going to screw you over. Also, um, I tried to make a soundtrack because we want to get a new song too, and I just suck. So if you guys <laughs> have any um, – Tracks you want to maybe throw us so we can start them up on the beginning of the show, but shit, send them in.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we're um, and yeah, we're excited to see where the show goes and everything. So once again, we thank you guys for listening as always. All right, bye. Bye.